This is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Corey provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, just give us a call at 614-760-0670 or visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're at our website, click on that radio page. You can check out past shows and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, or Spotify. Also, feel free to visit our YouTube page by typing in Safe Harbor Retirement Group to watch videos on different financial topics. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us if you have questions or if you want to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. And remember, all meetings are complimentary with no obligation. Well, today what I'd like to do is talk to you about traveling in retirement. You know, one of the things that I find when I actually start working with people to build their financial plan when they retire, one of the first things they want to do is travel. So I thought we would, you know, take a few minutes, just give you some key tips, uh, you know, about how, you know, what's the best way to, to, you know, to travel when you are in retirement. But before we kind of dive into that topic, let me introduce to you uh, my co-host this week and every week, and that's Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? I am doing great, Corey. Thanks for having me on the show. And yeah, this sounds fun. I love to travel and I know my wife and I are going to want to travel once we retire. So I'm excited about our show today. I'm going to be taking notes. This should be a fun one, but I've had a great week. Uh, just did a lot, got outside, um, and went to a couple of grad parties. How about you? You know, it's uh, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of graduation parties oh, going yeah. on. I can tell you that. Yeah. Um, my daughter's but, is, uh, in a week. So, nope. Yep. In a week. Yep. So, uh, yeah, yeah, there's definitely a lot of graduations, whether it's high school, whether it's college, um, definitely been attending a few of those over, you know, over this last month. And, uh, you know, it's for us, it's actually a pretty surprisingly a pretty busy time of the year still going on here in, you know, here in June. Um, it's really hard to believe that, uh, man, six months has already gone by here in 2023 and, you know, we're now we're in the middle of summer and summer means travel, at least for, for people that are actually working. But uh, what I kind of want to focus on more than anything, Tony, is, you know, is because I hear this all the time. You know, what do you want to do when you when you finally retire? You know, when people are wanting to retire, you know, earlier than they possibly can. And they always tell me, you know, I want to do the 60s and early 70s and I want to be able to spend some of this money and be able to be able to travel and do things that I've always wanted to be able to do. So I think it's a good topic to kind of just talk about, you know, just some tips more than more than anything about, you know, what you really should be doing, you know, as you plan for your travel in retirement. 
Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, I think that uh, you need a plan in place, just like you need a plan for your finances. You're always talking about that. But when we travel, we like to plan out our trips, but there are things you can do in the planning stages uh, of traveling to save money. And I like that. And maybe talk with your financial advisor about where you're at and how much you have uh, to spend on traveling or some extra fun things, right? Yeah, I think I think it's important to work with your advisor about that. When when we started actually building a lot of uh, financial plans for clients, I have a lot of clients that'll actually put travel into their monthly budget, um, knowing that they're going to spend X amount per year. You know, they're not going to maybe spend it that month, but at least they're being able to take money out to save so they can go and and do a trip that they want to do. Um, you know, and of course, there's going to be a variety of things that people want to do, right? Uh, some people like to plan and go do things. And there's, there's a lot of, uh, retirees that just love to do cruises. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, the cruise part's easy, <laughs> you, you know, I mean, you, you know what you're, you know, you know, you, you know where you're going to go, you know, you're going to have all your food The really, the only thing you have to pay for is the cruise and maybe possibly airfare, but you can also go, kind of bundle all that in together and you can plan some of those things pretty easily, you know, a year out. Um, but you know, another way to be able to kind of plan for that, if you have it already in your budget and that is do some of those last minute deals that cruise cruise ships do offer in order you know, to go see some of the sites, um, or in places that you do want to be able to go visit. Sure. Sure. And that's another great point. And so, uh, people, uh, it's funny because, uh, people always, uh, everyone I know my age wants to travel in the summer, especially, right. Uh, if not uh, permanently, once they're retired, just keep traveling. Oh yes, I mean that's the number one thing people want to be able to do. Yeah, and 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 here's the one thing that I would probably would recommend. So people say they want to travel. So let's just kind of talk about this. If you're a retiree, right? So they they do say you want to travel. So one of the things that I would highly recommend, and and whether you want to do a uh, Dave Letterman top 10 list, or maybe it's a top 20 list, but you should be able to put down the, the, you know, the 10 places that you definitely want to go be able to go visit and probably put a priority on what those 10 places are. Um, and maybe you always have a running 10. So, you know, maybe, you know, once you go on one, you add another one to the list, but I think you really kind of have to, uh, kind of plan on, you know, where really where you want to be able to go. I have some clients, Tony, that, you know, they're five or 10 years away from retirement. They already, they already kind of have their list planned out um, of where they want to be able to go travel, because I think that gives them a little bit of a motivation of, you know, when they do retire, these are the things that I'm going to want to go do, or these are the things that I'm going to go want to see. Yeah, that's true. And you really want to plan that out. You know, I know so many people want to take their grandkids to Disney world once they retire. Uh, But you can't just do that. It's not that cheap to take the whole family to Disney World these days. So you want to make sure you're not pulling that money out of the wrong account too, right? Well, that's exactly right. Especially if we start talking about going to Disney. That's no longer yeah. a $1,000 <laughs> vacation, right? Yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah. I, I do have a lot of clients that all of a sudden, you know, hey, I want to take my grandkids to Disney. Yep. Well, you know. All of a sudden, you're looking at five to ten grand in order to go down to Disney, depending on how many grandkids you do have, and yeah, how often, at least, <laughs> or how long you're going to be able to stay, right? Um, but I think that kind of leads to a point. You know, one of the things I really think people need to 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 do 
is you really need to focus on your experience rather than the place that you're going. You know, you're going to Disney, but that's not the experience, right? The experience is, is you're being able to take your grandkids to Disney to have a good time and be able to spend time with them as well as the family as well. Um, another, another one might be, you know, say you want to go to Germany. I'm just going to use Germany as an example here, right? But you might want to be able to tie your trip to where an Oktoberfest is to be able to go experience something that's unique in, in that particular country. So not only do you get, not only do you, are you able to go in and be able to visit Germany, but now you can, you know, now you'll be able to go experience one of the best, you know, probably things in Germany, and that's the Oktoberfest during that time frame. Wow. Okay. So, um, you know, that's true, and I love the fact that we're talking about um, some trips that won't break the bank, and uh, there are others that will, like we mentioned, Disney. So. Uh, that's helpful too, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's helpful. And of course, you know, you're going to have to to kind of find, you know, some of these places that you want to be able to go visit. You know, I was actually, when I was kind of, you know, prepping for the show today, I was looking at, you know, they had, there was a travel, I think travel, uh, one of the travel places, travel and advisor or something like that, or, or trip advisor had something out there about talking about the 20 cheapest places to go visit in the U S. So I think there's a lot of things that you can Google if you want to be able to have a cheap vacation in the United States and what to be able to go do. One thing I kind of found the interesting, uh, for, for the summer part of it was, you know, Columbus was actually number 15 on the list to be able to go bit at, you know, one of the cities to actually be able to go see. So yeah, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of lists out there, but I, but I do really think it's important to be able to, you know, try to, to figure out what that experience is. Um, you know, a lot of people want to go to Italy, right? So, you know, what, what are the two most common things that people want to do in Italy? They want to see the eat, Vatican maybe and, you know, they want to get, yeah, they want to, they want to probably go eat and have wine. Yeah. And you can, you know, and you Food can and probably wine. do some type of tour where you can actually probably do a tour, Tony, where you can do, you know, food, wine, and the Vatican all in one day. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, true. so, you know, it, it's, you know, again, it's about the experience, not just being able to visit the city. And, you know, there's, there's so many, you know, things that, uh, um, you know, that, that, that I think a lot of people would like to be able to do. You know, one of the things I might want to do at some point in time, I've never been to, uh, I, I've never been to like a spring training for one of the major league, you know, one of the major league baseball uh, teams. I think that, that would be kind of a little, neat little uh, experience. The nice part about that, it's usually in, you know, February. So you can go out to Arizona if you want to go out there and watch teams, or you can go down to Florida to be able to do that, make a little bit of it a, a vacation out of that. But the nice part is, is you, you're also now having some type of experience that, sh, that, that I've never done before as well. Sure. Sure. And it's fun to try new things. At least I like doing that. I, I, I like seeing things I haven't before trying new things. That's always a fun part of travel. Oh, it is. And you know, another part that I think that a lot of people, I'm, a, I'm kind of amazed on how often I hear about this, where they go on some type of trip and they meet somebody that actually happens to live near them or maybe maybe even a different state but now they kind of have now you kind of have travel buddies that you're actually <laughs> yeah. going to be able to travel with and they kind of schedule things because they had you know a good experience with them on that i see that more on cruises than anything else 
um, where, you know, they, they do spend time. Maybe it's because they're at the same table for dinner. The next thing you know, they're going on the same cruise together. But I think it's also can be it also can be fun to be able to, uh, you know, to have a travel buddy. Maybe you do have travel buddies, you know, that that are your age, that are good friends of yours that you want to be able to do. And hopefully, a lot of the goals are in line with you, right? You guys want to be able to go see and experience some of the same same vacations, you know, going forward as well. Yeah, my grandparents were that way. They had uh, a neighbor couple that they did a lot of things with, you know, or, you know, they were close. They grew up together and their farms were close to each other. And they ended up after they all retired, uh, they would drive out to Yellowstone and different national parks, the four of them together. Uh, they'd go camping, you know, take the, the RV out. So I, I think that's fun. And that happens more and more, I think. Oh, it does. But I think now if you have a travel buddy or some buddies, you know, here's the big thing part about it is, you know, hopefully your goals are aligned, like I just described, but hopefully you're also flexible and to negotiate on where you're going to go and what you want to do. Yeah. But I think here's the most important part of it, right? Is I think you have to be afraid to split up and say no on on a, maybe a particular day or a particular afternoon or whatever you want to do. There's going to be some cases where you absolutely don't want to do whatever may be on the agenda that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with saying no and saying, you know what, won't you two go out and do that? We're going to go do something else, and we'll have dinner, and we'll talk about what, whatever we experienced today. Yeah. Um, but I think that'll be a lot more enjoyable, but you have to be able to, to, to say, say no on some of that stuff as well. Yeah, if you tried all four or how many of, of you there are do the exact same thing all day every day, it's going to get annoying for some in the group. You're going to need time to split off. That's that's for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. You you definitely need, and it's good to just be able to have time alone, maybe, you know, with you and your spouse as well, just to kind of go and do some of the things that you want to do. Because let's face it, if you have four of you, not all four of you want to be doing the same things at the same time. Right. So every day, you know, on, on your particular trip. And I think one of the other most, I think another popular thing that's becoming, you know, I, I hear this more and more is people want to go to a city and it doesn't matter whether it's in the U S or it's abroad or whatever else, but they want to kind of live like a local. Yeah. Right. And, uh, um, cause you want to try to be able to experience wherever city you're in and you want to live like the local as much as possible. But in order to do that, I truly believe you have to do a little bit of research in order to find out the way that's actually going to end up, you know, taking place, right? And, of course, a good one to be able to, to do with that is, um, you know, to be able to experience some of the things. Well, you know, one of the things that I was able to do, uh, uh, Tony, is uh, we, we act, Melissa, my wife and I actually went to uh, – um, Spain. Oh wow! Wow. Nice. This would. This is actually. Uh, this is actually a uh, a trip we actually did with Gradient as well. Sure. Uh, and one of the what one of the great experiences we had was we were actually over there when Spain was actually playing in the uh, World Cup, and it was a World Cup round that we were able to actually go experience there. And it was actually the year that they ended up winning the World Cup. So this must have been around 2014, 2016. I don't know, somewhere around that that time frame. But we actually went down to a local pub and watched watched the the game there. 
And, you know, it's not like I'm a huge soccer fan or right. football fan, right. whatever you want to be able to call that. Yeah. But but it was actually pretty, pretty. it, it was actually a, a great experience just to be able to hear, you know, all the cheering and the singing and everything else that they actually do when they actually watch a game. So yeah. it's an experience that we're going to that we're going to be able to remember. We're in Barcelona for it that I'll be able to remember for you know for the longest time. And and you know what we just kind of wanted to do that. We happened to be there and we were able to go in and kind of act like a local and have a great time. That's awesome. Yeah, see that's that's what you're looking for and a lot of people look for. I love that. And uh, my neighbor Tom, he he calls it I remember uh, we went to uh Key West once, and, and he said, local knowledge. We found uh, some of the non-tourist place that the locals go, and he calls it local knowledge. And if you can gain some local knowledge when you visit a place, whether it's overseas in Spain or whether it's a city here in the States, uh, those are the fun places to find, the the local hangouts and uh, see what sure. the people in the, where, where do the people in the town like to eat when they go out. I, I love finding those places because Usually that's the best experience. Plus, especially if you're in a foreign country, you want to experience the culture there, right? Oh, exactly right. You know, one of the other things I found out is we act, we actually were over in Italy one time and we were having dinner, and uh, um, we actually had we were actually sitting. We actually were having dinner with another Italian. Yes, but we went into the, we but we went into the restaurant. They brought us out the menu and and then. He actually, the, the the gentleman we were actually with, ended up speaking back in Italian to the waiter and said, bring out the other menu. Ah. <laughs> so they actually had two menus. They had one for locals and they had one for tourists. And ah. uh, so at that point in time, we just told him to be able to order. Just You just go ahead and order what you think we should be able to get <laughs> so we could actually experience the local you know, cuisine uh, you know, in Italy. That's so, funny. Well, yeah, I believe it. And uh, that... That's the kind of thing you're looking for. It helps to go with somebody who speaks the language, too. That that helps. Today, you've been giving us some traveling tips, uh, how to travel in retirement, some tips to make it more comfortable, things you might want to try or check out. So, And we've been covering the gamut from talking about traveling in Europe to saving money on local trips. What do you have for us next? You know, I think one of the biggest things, this kind of goes to what we were just talking about being a local or, or trying to, you know, fit in like a local. And I think one of the things that's always good is to be able to actually possibly use like a, a, just a local tour guide, uh, no matter where you're really going. Even if you're go traveling in the States, you probably can find a local tour guide to give you around. Because I think there's going to there's gonna be a few things they can do. One is, you're, is you're, they're going to probably know some of the local restaurants to be able to take you to some other just like you said a minute ago, some of the off-beaten paths or non-tourist places in order to experience in that city that you're actually visiting. And then the, here's the nice part about it is they can also give you a, maybe a walking tour or a driving tour um, of, of the city that you're actually visiting. Um, it, let's face it, you know, one of the biggest things I think people want to do in any town they go into, and that is to experience that local food. And the, the only way to be able to figure that out truly is to be able to, to work with a local that's going to know yep. where to go really get the best of that particular food. You can pick any city that you want. They're going to have a local favorite that you want to be able to try. And that doesn't matter whether, again, you're in the U.S. or actually traveling abroad. 
Yeah, I like that. Again, the local knowledge and uh, a tour guide, not a bad idea. And not not as part of these big tour groups, but find a local that, hey, you know, can you drive us around? Show us the sites. We'll give you 20 pounds or whatever it is, wherever you're exactly. at. Right. So exactly. I, I like that idea, too, Corey. And I think that's always fun. Um, I had a guy in England. Um, uh, I'd gotten to know this taxi driver and he the one of the old cabbies there when I visited London. And I was there for work, so I was by myself one day, and I'm like, can you just drive me around, or I want to go out to Abbey Road, can you give me a deal? And he did a really good deal, and showed me some sights, and then uh, drove me out to Abbey Road, and that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I think that's that's a, a a good way to be able to do that, Tony. And I think another a, a nice little perk in some cases is if you can use local transportation as well whether you're taking the subway or taking the buses and one of the things that i found out especially with with a lot of these places or a lot of larger cities is you can do these hop on hop hop on hop off bus rides where it's going to drop you off and all the all the particular um things that you're supposed to see in that particular city right so it's a great way to be able to see the city See the what you know. See the sites that you want to be able to see. Again, you can hop off, hop off. You know, in some of these particular cities, you know, I don't know if I'd recommend uh, if you're visiting Amsterdam, for example, to maybe bike around town or something like that. <laughs> um, but uh, but I but I think you know doing some of those things from you know from a local would be we be good as well. Yeah, yeah. Amsterdam's a fun town to visit too. Um, I had a, a, an extended layover there, so I went and checked out some of the sites. That was that was interesting. Flew there. Um, the one time I was over in Europe. Uh, but you're right, and um, you know, find maybe different cities. There's different ways to explore. Public transportation might be one of them. Make sure you ask around. Uh, you want safe transportation in the particular city. Like, is this a good city to bike in? Um, that type of thing. Oh yeah, exactly. You know, and we have a couple more minutes here, and I think here's the one part that I would probably also think about too, is and this is probably one of the biggest ones, and that is is I really think whenever you start traveling, you really need to have what we call a packing list mm. of the things that you actually need to be able to do. You know, the first time that we actually uh, went over to Europe, we had the big suitcases, blah blah blah. We were training and we were doing busing and all that. But the thing is, is, we had to lug that crap around, and <laughs> and and you know it's heavy, it's big, it's bulky, and you know one of the things that I, I was actually watching uh, something on, I think on a Rick Steves show one time. So he actually has tours that you can actually do with him. Oh wow! And when, one of the things that he was saying is, is everything's got to be. You only can bring on his tours, a basically a carry-on bag. That's it. Because he's going to have you do laundry and things in those other particular cities when you visit. And it's, it's not a whole, it's not a whole, you know, it's, you don't need a whole lot of what I would, you know, you don't need a whole lot of clothes. So here's the point of it is we actually now, we actually have a list of the things that we're, we're going to be able to, you know, bring on our trip. You just mark it off, 
And I think it's going to be able to, you're going to be able to pack more concise. Yep. And it's going to be a lot easier wherever, whatever city you're going to. Exactly. Well, great show today, Corey. We're out of time. Give that phone number and contact info one more time. Yeah, for our listeners out there, just give us a call at 614-760-0670, or you can visit us online at safeharboroh.com. All right, and that does it for today's episode of Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles. Join us again soon for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at financiallyfitoh.com. Corey Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.